to the Nerd Grounds Podcast. As always, I am your man, Jake. And here with me tonight is my man, Blake. What up, Blake? Hey, was it a surprise that I'm here? <laughs> my man, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. You're welcome for my presence, by the way. Just letting you know. I am dishonored by your presence. So there's that. No, you should be the up. exact opposite, but... You know, let's just let you know, it is March, but winter is coming. Actually, winter is already here, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's it's still pretty. Uh, the weather's on and off here in California. Like yesterday, it was like cloudy and shitty. But today it was like warm and sunny and kind of nice. But it's just the weather is so back and forth over here. What's this like yeah, in South Dakota right now? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> well, What's it like in South Dakota right now? It's snowing. <laughs> you shoveling snow still? The wind hurts my face. The air hurts my face. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I think it hit 70 degrees in California today. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, you said winter is coming, and that only makes sense if you're referring to Game of Thrones Season 8. The final season. Or is that what you're referring to, my man? Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. This is a Game of Thrones episode. Nothing else, just Game of Thrones. Nerd Grounds is heading north of the wall. And me and Blake are going to do a little uh, conversating just entirely about Game of Thrones. So, Did you just first... say north of the wall? I don't think there's yeah. any more wall. Uh, there, yeah, pretty much. It, I mean, <laughs> there's there, there, there might be some pieces of the wall left standing. But I, it was a metaphor. It was entirely a metaphor. So <laughs> you're good. Um, you're good. Okay, I, I know I am. I'm the best. But anyways, you know the better half of the show. Oh. Anyways, anyways, uh, um, the, as I was saying, uh, let's talk about the trailer. I mean, we got some pretty interesting clips. But me and you were talking about it, and you actually said you thought they were editing a lot out to hide some stuff. Yes, I wasn't surprised at all because a lot of people on the internet are complaining. Like, about how, do- how um, dark the trailer was. Like, for example, I started off with Arya just running away from something. And it's very hard to tell. Like, you have to, like... I actually, like, when I first saw the trailer, I turned off the brightness on my phone, like, all the way up. It still didn't make a difference. But I think she's running away from something that has her spooked. And not just that, but... Like, you also saw Rhaegal and Drogon flying in the northern landscape. I also think... My prediction is that you're going to see John and Daenerys on top of those two dragons. And I think they edited that out on purpose just to have some mystery going forward. Okay. You know, I, I, I could totally see that they would do that. Obviously, they're not going to show John riding on the back of a dragon in the trailer. They're going to save that huge reveal for either like the – like I could see if, – if it's going to be in the trailer, it will be in the trailer like right before, you know, the season starts. Or like a teaser for in the next episode, but you're, it's too soon to be showing that. I agree 100%. If they're going to show John on the Dragon, it's going to not be anytime soon. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Like, it's one of those things that makes too much sense because it's Rhaegal. Like, who's that named after? Like, it makes too much sense for John to be riding that dragon. So you think he's going to be riding Drogon? No, no. Daenerys is going to be riding Drogon as always but john is writing is the dragon that's the named dragon after named after his dad okay yeah okay i see okay i thought it you makes were too much sense no, no yeah no, no. yeah no you're right okay i thought you meant it made too much sense to be true but no you're right it, you know i could definitely see that 
but but then uh, do you think Arya is obviously being chased after a horde of you know savage whites? Is that what you're getting at? Um, I had this thought earlier in the day. Like, it's just a matter of opinion and also a question. I'm just not sh- sure. Well, I want to get your opinion about it. I can the um, the White Walkers resurrect bodies that were already dead, but that did not die in the north, like straight north. The reason why I'm asking is because there's a lot of bodies buried beneath Winterfell. In the crypts of Winterfell, you think that the Night King resurrects those dead? But I could definitely like it, it's I a could possibility see, that Arya is spooked by her dead relatives. I could definitely see the Night King being able to resurrect any dead in the immediate vicinity that he's in. So I, I could totally see him being able to show up at Winterfell. And bring back all the the dead in the crypts of Winterfell. Like, I could totally see that. That would be a a fucking terrifying. That would actually be terrifying to watch, you know. Because, like you said, there's a lot. It seemed like some of the worst in the show. There's only, like, a few things that would truly spook her. Like, she was in the trailer. So, maybe she was running away from dead relatives. You know, and the Starks would be a bunch of bad motherfuckers to be running the void. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? They're 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 not the. That's all Starks buried under there. They're you know, it's gonna be nothing but an army of dead Starks, and that's scary shit. That's what I'm getting that's at. Fucking disturbing. You know, he could literally bring back Bran the Builder. I'm pretty sure he's buried under there. It's a possibility, I'm not... and I'm just I don't think that. They can resurrect Ned. I, I like he got his head chopped off. I'm not. I'm not sure if they can resurrect Ned or not. Because well, is his is his body off. under the is his body even there? Because I remember his head. Remember his head was on the wall. No, but um, remember a cat See, got his, his remains later yeah, on in the show. But, but did she get his head though? His head was on a spike. I, I'm, I'm assuming that they got his. She got his head too. Well, but by hey, now, I. But by now he'd probably be a skeleton. I'm pretty sure a skeleton could put back his own, on his own skull. Oh, maybe it's maybe I is running from a bunch of skeletons and oh, that's shit. what whites are. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what whites are. White, whites are zombies. I'm talking about like yeah. I'm talking about like full on skeletons, like the cartoonish shit. No, not straight cartoonish, but like no, like fucking skin, just rags and fucking bones. That's it. That would scare the shit out of anybody, even Arya. That's pretty much what the white you've seen whites that are like pretty much bone and rags. I was talking like about no straight skin. bone and rags. Like that's what I'm saying. Like we've seen plenty of whites that are like no meat on their bones. If you go back to think if you go back to think of like hard home. Yeah, like true. Would, yeah, yeah. Now that you come to think about it, there's like barely any skin on them. I'm just yeah, trying so to I mean, think about like what would truly scare the shit out of Arya. I'm trying to make predictions right now. What about what do you think of the Golden Company shot? We the quick the quick quick shot we saw of uh, the Golden Company riding in on Theon's or Euron's fleet. Excuse me. Oh, the Golden Company. Uh, there's a reason why that they only showed a quick clip of them. Is because my prediction is that there's going to be elephants in this final season. Yes, sir. There is going to be elephants. Oh, yeah, so... Go ahead. Inspired by um, the old old fucking Baroque warrior Hannibal, I think he went against Julius Caesar back in the day. 
But anyways, there's a reason why they show the Golden Company. They want to keep them like keep them mysterious at all, like completely. And yeah, yeah, that's the prediction. Like that's going to be a huge factor coming into like a big ass battle. It's just elephants attacking. I don't know who they're going to attack. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, I mean, Cersei shows, it shows a couple shots of Cersei looking pretty, like, mischievous. Do you think she's going to be, uh, I don't know, man. This, this trailer, as always, doesn't show much, but. Uh, trailers, their purpose is to give you blue balls. I know, but around the same time There's as they like dropped that trailer, that. I know, but you know, like around the same time they showed that trailer, they did also mention that they're gonna have a battle that's gonna be an entire episode long. That it's gonna be the longest battle ever filmed, like continuous, you know, longest continuous battle ever filmed, like longer than the um, I forget the name, but the battle of the Lord of the Rings and the Return of the King. Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. Yes, thank you. Um, so it. it it's going to be huge. It's going to be ridiculous. Like well, I cannot... We already expected that, though. I mean, yes. We, I mean, Game of Thrones ups the ante every season. And, you know, they've got freaking the Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, um, all sorts of great. And, you know, last season, um, when it, Beyond the Wall, that episode, was, you know, there's so many great episode moments where they have to, you know, the final season, these last six episodes are going to be ridiculously packed. They're going to be so amazing. Like in my opinion, when they say that they that they have as uh, the biggest battle ever, like I wasn't surprised at all. But we just don't know who's going to be fighting in that war. We have an idea, but we don't know who's going to be fighting in that battle. Do you? What is your prediction? If you had to predict, do you think it's going to be like an like the war versus the living versus the war versus the dead, or do you think it's going to be like an all out war for the Westeros? Yeah, you, you know what, dude? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, really it's got to be either or, right? Or do you think it might be just a giant three-way battle with the White Walkers just trying to kill everybody? And then, I don't know. I don't think I think that wouldn't make much sense, like how they would work that out. Cersei would have to be a fucking idiot. But I could totally see her trying to kill Jon while the White Walkers are also attacking. Or then maybe they're fighting, her and Jon are fighting first, and then the White Walkers show up. And I don't know. Like before you make like the prediction of what the like what sides of this battle is gonna be, you have to make some like predictions before that about who's gonna be a fight on the way exact side. Like you have an idea of like well, there's a lot of people on one side, but there's one very powerful person on the other. Actually, the two powerful persons. Like one person is the Night King, and the person is Cersei. You kind of have to like make a prediction about Cersei, like a heavy prediction about what she's going to do. That's the most important thing right now. Uh, and that's so tough to do because Cersei is so wicked and evil. Like you can't predict what she's going to do. And she's smart and she's clever too. You know, she gets she's it from her father. She's one of the smartest people on the show. She's one of the smartest people on the show. Without a doubt. She's learned from her experiences. Her father taught her well. And, you know, and she's learned from, you know, not, you know, spending time with, um, King Robert, even, you know, she learned how that whole work, how the whole political system worked before she weaveled her way in. And, you know, using her father's, you know, brains, you, you know, she pretty much learned, absorbed all the information and knowledge and then just learned from everyone she was surrounded by. And honestly, she's such a piece of shit, but she's such a great character. She's been and, crushing enemies since she's been a child. 
it's yeah, it's true. And uh, I, I want to ask you something real fast. Uh, while we're talking about Cersei, I, this just came to my attention the other day in a conversation. But uh, who do you think is going to be the one to give her the axe? Who do you think is going to kill her? <laughs> how about we get into our um, next topic? No, 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 no. After this question, answer the question. Who do you think is going to be the one to kill her? I think I strongly suggest that we get into our next topic of cons- a conversation right now. Blake, I want to ask you this last damn question because I have a theory about it and I want to discuss it. And I have a theory want- about it too. And there's a reason why I'm avoiding this question. And you're not going to like it. I don't give a damn. Tell me. Just tell me. Cersei is hear- going to survive Game of Thrones. She is going to be alive at the end. That's what I'm saying. You think so? Yes, I do. Uh, you think she's going to be sitting on the Iron Throne still? We'll get to that. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead before, you know, I know why you're not going to. Okay. I, I think she's not going to make it. I think Jamie is going to be the one to kill her, actually, because of the prophecy from the witch when she was a child and the flashback from season four. Uh, Maggie the Frog, you know, when she got her fortune told, yeah. she gave she gave her three predictions. Uh, number one, that she was going to marry the king. She married King Robert. Came true. Uh, number two was that she was going to be ha- have three children who were going to be buried in gold shrouds, something along those lines. She had three children yes. who were all, you know, married uh, to royalty, were in line to be royalty. Two of them were kings. One of them was a princess. All died. Uh, all buried in gold shrouds. Um, yeah. And she would, you know, watch them die. Is what the witch said, something along those lines. And the third one was that she would be strangled by the Valonqar, I believe it was, which is little brother and um, Vahai, um, the language, the, the one of those languages from Game of Thrones. I forget um, the Valonqar, which means little brother. So her entire life is why it's one of the main reasons why she has always hated Tyrion is because Tyrion is the little brother, and she always thought this witch said that Tyrion's going to be the one to kill her, but. Jamie is the younger sibling, and we all saw the split up at the very end of season seven when Jamie went his separate ways, and it's been building up this whole entire time. My money is that Jamie is going to kill Cersei. Something's going to happen at the very end. It's going to come down to Jamie killing Cersei, and that is my final answer. So there's a couple things I want to touch on. One is that you kind of have to picture the situation that arise where Jamie has to be in a position to kill Cersei rather than fight a fight in the north, which I think he's going to. That's just my opinion. We'll leave it at that. But another thing is I do agree with you on the second like the second point that you made about the witch is that she had three children. Because in the trailer there's a one point that's overly quite a bit is that Cersei is drinking wine and at the end of the last season she did announce that she was pregnant. So She's not having a fourth child at all, I guess. No, I think that was all a bluff, or I think she has a miscarriage. Or I don't know. I don't think there's a fourth child. I don't think she's going to be pregnant much long if she is at all. Okay, okay. Um, so you think she was bluffing, like it's going to power move? Yeah, to kind of keep Jamie to stay. You know, it's kind of. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Is leverage? I guess. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, from from our experience, like watching Game of Thrones together, we've always been fifty percent correct, and it fucking kills me every single time. 
I know we always have something that's partially right, and then we're off a little bit. So, but this one we'll is down. This last season, I, one more. I think it's either we do better than fifty percent or worse than fifty percent. Uh, we have not, to break the. I'm not excited. I'm excited, but I'm also not happy. <laughs> it is so bittersweet because, like, I have such a hard time at the end of the past seasons. Like, fuck, I gotta wait a year. And the past years, like, I gotta wait two years. And I now it's know. like. <laughs> What There's am I going to do after Game of Thrones? What am I going to shut I know, right? Damn. I feel like such an idiot saying this. But, oh my God. Like, what are we going to do? Like, what is, like, they have to announce that prequel spinoff they're doing. Like, I can't wait for that. That's going to be equally as amazing. And I'm sure we're just going to be talking about that just as much. Of course. But while we're on the topic of Game of Thrones, something I wanted to touch on, I've been wanting to talk about. Me and you have actually talked about once. We scratched the recording. Uh, I want to go. <laughs> Oh, I want to go into depth again, uh, but that is uh, – I made a top ten list of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes of all time, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but you know, it, it's pretty much based on a few things personally. Uh, the, the biggest – yeah, you know, the, the highest implications, you know, the most memorable moments, the best battles or fights – the biggest revelations are the most shocking moments, pretty much. So, uh, I know there's, like I said, this is just my personal top 10 choices. Some of you might not agree with them. A lot of the critics don't agree, but these are the 10 most episodes I personally enjoyed. We'll talk a little bit well, about no, each one of them. No one can tell you what your favorite episode is. That's just your well, favorite. Well, that's what I'm saying. Episode. This is my, my top 10 list. Nerd Grounds, Jake's top 10 list. Yeah. So, another uh, random thought I just had is like, you know what? Before this, Next season starts, I'm going to buy a Fitbit so I can measure my heart rate during all the episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. I would uh, – I'm honestly probably uh, – that's a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. And before we begin – so before we begin, I will be giving the brief description per HBO on Hulu of each episode, and then I will kind of be touching on – what exactly happens, me and Blake will be discussing it. So without further ado, let's begin. Number 10 is one of my all-time favorites, uh, just purely for a single shot. Well, all of them are all-time well, favorites. All of them all are my all-time favorite moments, but this one literally is a very selfish reason for none other than a single incident that happens. Blake, I know you know what I'm talking about, but it's uh, Season 4, Episode 2, uh, The Lion and the Rose, also known as The Purple Wedding. Uh and yeah, so, you know, a lot of stuff happens in that episode, but the only reason it makes my list, the only reason it makes my list is for that <laughs> to see Joffrey die. To seeing Joffrey die in such a terrible, terrible, terrible way was so satisfying, and it was something I had waited for since I started watching the show. I actually started really started watching the show at the beginning of season four. And the reason I started stopped watching was because one, I hated Joffrey and two, they killed Ned Stark at the beginning of season one that ruined it for me. And like, I was like, every time I Blake would talk about the show with me, I'd be like, well, did they kill that little cunt yet? Nope. Okay. I'm going to want to watch it. And then finally, you're like, an asshole for doing that. You know what? And then finally he's like, you know, Blake, Blake's like, you know what? You, you need to watch it. I was like, well, well, did they kill it? Blake's like, you need to watch it. Just watch it. I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then after watching that episode, I was like, all right, I'm going back. I'm going to watch season two. I'm going to get into this shit. This show is awesome. 
And ever since, you know, that's still one of my all-time favorite moments on any TV show was just watching Joffrey die. And that's terrible to say. I am not a bad person. I worked Uh, for it. (laughs) Well, you know what? I I earned it. What? I don't know how I don't know how I earned it. (laughs) No. I don't know how I earned it. But I didn't have anybody to talk to when I started watching Game of Thrones. You guys just like you and everybody else that we were friends were just wondering why I was being sad as shit sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm like being a mopey bitch again. All right. Well, no, no, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just talking. We'll move on to uh, number nine. And that would be The Mountain and the Viper, season four, episode eight. Uh, it's a pretty simple reason. That's one of the uh, greatest fights in all Game of Thrones. It is uh, Oberyn Martell uh, getting his revenge against the Mountain. I felt like I was watching like a like a live fucking fight. I was on my feet waiting for something to happen. My palms are sweaty. I was biting my nails. I was like, "Shit, this fight needs to end." End the fight. End the fight. End the fight. And then the fight ended. Yeah, the fight ended. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Oberyn Martell's uh, wife and children were murdered viciously and brutally by Gregor Clegane, a.k.a. The Mountain, during a previous war, and he was there defending Tyrion Lannister in a trial by combat against, um, he was accused of murdering Joffrey, as we previously stated in the last uh Point. He had the fight in his hands. He had the fight in his hands, but he kept talking. Yeah. He talked so much, and the mountain only needs one second to win the fight, and that's that's all it took. And mountain fucking exploded his head. Literally his crushed hands. his head like a grape. Knocked <laughs> his teeth out. Hands. Yeah, yeah, the that was one of the most brutal. One of the most brutal things I've ever seen. And that was like the first real intense fight I got to watch like live while I was watching Game of Thrones. Like I said, I jumped in on season four. It's when I really started watching it. So I remember my heart racing as I was watching that. That was one of the most craziest things I'd ever seen. And I couldn't believe it when I finally watched it like that. Had... When that, yeah, when that black screen hit me, like as soon as that black screen hit me for the credits, I, I got up and I walked outside. I don't know why I walked outside, but I walked outside. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even smoke <laughs> cigarettes, but I needed a smoke after that one, man. That was that was fucking rough. Woo! No, I'm joking. That's, a, that's all joking. Anyway, <laughs> I took a bong rip. No, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, Number eight would be season seven, episode four, The Spoils of War. Blake, do you know which episode I'm referring to? Not off the top of my head. They're all blending together. So it was, you know... Kind of the middle of season four. I guess it was only seven episodes. Season, fuck. It was kind of the middle of season seven, episode four. Um, it was only seven episodes, but it was the episode right after Jamie had uh, came and killed Elena Tyrell and wiped out the Tyrell house. And they were going down the Rose Road, heading back to King's Landing with the gold from the Tyrell army in order for Cersei to pay uh, – the Bravosi bankers in order to get the Golden Company. And as the Lannister army and company were heading back, they were ambushed by Daenerys and her dragon and a Dothraki horde. And that was one of the most epic battles for many reasons because 
one, we first time we really got to see the Dothraki versus the Westerosi, and that's always been an, a question of mine since watching season one. How they would debate like like how they would match up with it, and that was on many people's mind is how the Dothraki would handle Westerosi soldiers, and I think that debate was settled very quickly. The Dothraki were jumping over shields, jumping over their front lines, like dismantling these armored no, I, soldiers. No, I don't think that settles it, though. I don't think that settles it. You don't. Like how how does that not settle it? It's a matter of situation. Fun. Like that's an ambush. Like anybody has like a fucking advantage in an ambush. Well, still, I mean, they they hurtled over their lines. They were it was pretty. I mean, that's how the Dothraki fight. They don't you know they don't send you know a raven to let them know that there there's enemies on their way. They they try to use sneaky tactics. They're they're like Native Americans in that sense. They're they're not gonna. They're very you know. They're wild. They're crazy. They're not, they don't play by the rules. They're... Well, just like remember Jorah moment uh, going against a Dothraki before in a one-on-one fight. Yes, that was in a uh, you know season one episode nine Baylor. I remember that he killed him. That's very yeah. easily. But that's Jorah yeah. Mormont. He's a he's a very you know he was a famous knight before he was you know banished. I, I'm just saying tomato tomato. It's just I think it depends on the situation. Uh, for me, I mean, I think the Dothraki showed them what's up, but that's just my opinion. And I think then that's just an ambush. That's just my opinion. But anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. But yeah, we also that was another great episode. We got to see uh, you know the dragon decimate Lannisters. We also got to see Kyburn's, um scorpion, that uh, crazy weapon made to, he designed to take out dragons, or I don't know if he designed it, uh, but he built it to take out dragons, um, and it, it it almost worked. It was pretty terrifying <laughs> seeing Dro- uh, Drogon get hit by that giant bolt. The major butthole pucker for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, and then at the end, how you know Jamie almost got taken out by Drogon's flame, but it was saved by Braun at the last oh, minute. Oh, Jamie! Insane <laughs> <stealing> hero knight. <laughs> Insane. And uh, you know, in, in doing some research in this episode, I also found out that that was actually one of the highest rated episodes of all time in Game of Thrones. Like that was. I'm not surprised. I'm not that, surprised really at all. That was an amazing episode. That was one of my favorites, just because of the, you know, some of the first times we got to see, you know, the the Drogon taking out Westerosi, the Dothraki taking out Westerosi. The amazing action we got at the end of that episode was where I made my top ten list. But now we're gonna go ahead and move on to number seven on my list, and that would be the Watchers on the Wall, season four, episode nine. The penultimate episode of season four, and as we all know, the penultimate episodes either come with a shocking death or an amazing battle, and season and four. And or both. <laughs> and or both, and I was going to say, season four came with both. Um, so, um, some of you may know, this episode was when the wildlings finally attacked the Castle Black, and you know they, they attacked them from both sides. They had the, the Thens, those, those cannibal wildlings that were already in Westeros. Um, you know, going through and attacking, they actually attacked that town that Sam's uh, wife and baby were in, Molestown, uh, in a previous episode. And but, the death that really hit me was Gren, the unsung hero. Ah, uh, when Gren died fighting the giant in the tunnel, that was that was amazing. But you know, I think some of the better fights were when John, you know, took out the Then, that cannonball. Um, obviously, hammer on the top of his head. <laughs> boom! You know, obviously there was a uh, Ollie taking out Egret with the arrow. I was kind of like, Ugh, 
right in the nads. That was, well, she, he didn't hit her in the nads. That you know, you felt it like oof, because John was right there. They made the eye contact, and uh, then right that you know. kid. Ah, uh, Ollie was a cunt. Let's be real. He was. I, I loved watching him hang. That's really fucked up to say because the kid was like what thirteen, <laughs> but you know, that was satisfying. Who are we, who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> you know that was a really good fight. That was one of the first. That was actually the first time an entire episode focused on one location. That entire episode focused on Castle Black and the surrounding area of Castle Black. It didn't go anywhere else. Didn't go to King's Landing. Didn't go to Winterfell. Didn't go to um, Essos, where Daenerys was at the time, it stayed on Castle Black the entire time, and it was an amazing battle. It was the first really, really big one-on-one battle, if you're not counting Blackwater. Um, yes, sir. But that was awesome. Uh, it was a great, great episode, without a doubt. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. But we're going to go ahead and move on to number six, and that would be season six, episode five. Uh, Blake, you know what I'm talking about. It's the door. Um, <laughs> a very, very powerful, go cry. impactful episode. It's <laughs> I'm going to go up. cry right now. It makes you think. It makes you cry. It makes you laugh. It, no. It's a gut punch. It doesn't make you laugh. I don't know what the fuck I was going with that. It, it's it's terrible. Um, but I don't know, know what I don't know what was worse, Summer or Hodor. It's Hodor. Hodor, without a doubt, Hodor. You know, it sucked watching Summer die too, but like Hodor, with that whole tragic backstory, and you find find out what the hell's going on. He was no, it wasn't. No, before that, I mean, you know, he was you know on his way to becoming like an aspiring knight. You know, some might say, you know, at least in his mind, that's what he wanted to become was a knight. Brain fucked him. Yeah, ruined his life, and then he just dedicated his entire life to protecting him, you know, uh, probably not under his own will. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't want to talk about that. But, you know, one of the reasons it makes my top ten list is because of all the the stuff that happens inside the cave and during the the flashback scenes, I guess you could say, um, you know, where you find out how the Night King was created. You watch him get made. You find out, you know, all the different little tidbits with the children of the forest. Oh, I can't I can't wait to touch on that later on an episode after this top ten list. Oh, the three eyed raven, you know, he, he gets you know, the axe gets passed on to Bran, you know, the torch gets passed on to Bran. Three eyed raven. Uh, I axe. got something else in mind. I got something else. What do you something you want mind. to add while we're on the topic? Tell me. No, we'll talk about it after the top ten list. Okay, okay. Um but yeah, so I mean, there was a lot that happened in that episode. There was a, a lot of crazy information that just gets jammed onto you. And you, I recommend watching that a couple times just so you can pick up on every little detail. You know, so, me- like, this is the part where I was wrong, obviously, but this is where I suspected that Mira might have been John's twin sister, but I was proven wrong, disappointingly. I thought it would have been much cooler if she was a twin sister. But, oh well. Why do you think that? She's the same age as John, and then look at the hair. And she also like proven it like still against the White Walkers as well. She's a fucking hero. She's the most underrated hero in the show. Well, where does it ever say that John would have a twin sister? Like you I, just spe- it never did, but it just said like she is the same age as John, and she also has hair very similar to his. And she's like, she's proven a skill against the White Walkers. I'm repeating myself exactly right now. 
So, uh, Blake, me and you have short brown hair. Uh, we're the same age, and we both do a podcast together. Are you my twin? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so we'll go ahead and move on to number five. Uh, this is where shit gets crazy. This is the, you know, this is the, the cream of the crop. Cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh... Randy Savage was so coked out when he did that. I was, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not coked out right now. I, I'm gonna erase that. He was in that. great shape, though. He was in great shape. It's because he was always coked out. I mean, you imagine how much weight <laughs> you could lift if you were in fucking grams of blow all day, you know? As much as Hoarder holding up his door against the undead. He never would have let go of that fucking door. He'd be like, I got this, brother! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next episode? Number five. This is where shit gets real. This is the cream of the crop episodes right here. This is where, you know, these are the, the top five. Number five, it's going to be season one, episode nine. This is where you, all your hopes and dreams were crushed, and you realize this is a show that's totally fucked up and don't have any expectations and don't have any favorite characters. This because if you do, I got really hooked. This everyone's really going to die. Everyone's going to fucking die. Everyone's favorite characters were both fucking killed in this episode. You know, mostly there's Ned Stark getting the, his head cut off at the very end of the episode. And everyone thought that Ned Stark was going to, you know, at least be one of the main characters of the se- series. For those who didn't read he the book. He was books. one of the main characters of the series. For those who didn't read the book. He was for about nine episodes. And, you know, the show went on. But uh, I never thought, I've never watched a, a show where they built up a main character for only him to be killed off in the first series, season. This is, what, uh, like, this is why Game of Thrones is as popular as it is right now. I mean, I, I 100% agree, but not only that, this episode, Cal Drogo died too. Some people, you know, it, that's highly foreshadowed, uh, um, you know, shadowed by N- Ned Stark dying, but Cal Drogo died in that episode too, and that's another one where it's like, well, fuck, I yeah. thought this guy was going to yeah, be yeah, like, I didn't even realize it, but, like, oh, but yeah, you're right, but this is where I got truly hooked. I was like, yeah, you really can't predict it at all, because like, usually when you're watching a movie or a TV show... You're like, like you see the hero in trouble, or like kind of get, get nervous. You're like, no, he's gonna make it out alive. When he when he does make it out alive, you're like, yeah, that was bound to happen. But in this scenario, that's not happen. That's not what happened. Yeah, it's, no, it's not gonna happen. This is like real fucking shit. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was a shocker to say the least. And like I said earlier. And then when I first started the top 10 list, this is that was the episode that was like, fuck this show, man. I, I had no interest in watching it, you know, one because I hate no, that. This episode piqued my interest. I was like, fuck, yes, I'm invested 100 uh, percent. It was it was a killer for me, man. It, it pissed me off. Uh, but honestly, in the back of my mind, I always wanted to watch it. But uh, I don't know. I, I had. Uh, Indifferent feelings about this episode, to say the least. But like a lot of other people. So what's your next episode? Okay, moving on. Number four uh, is none other than one of the greatest episode uh, fight scenes in all of Game of Thrones. But it's Hard Home. That Season was five, like episode nine. So like this show isn't based on horror at all. But I felt like I was watching a horror movie when I was watching this episode. I was legitimately scared. That episode was fucking terrifying. That episode was scary. Watching the, you know, so you see that thick fog mist, whatever the hell it is. 
roll in and everyone kind of freaks out because they're already and kind then of you got that limited. silent hill quietness you got that silent hill quietness and then all hell breaks loose oh my god when the 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 gate was you know being attacked by those walkers and they're breaking through clawing through that was something out of a zombie movie that was horrifying and the battle that ensued was not only amazing, we get to see, you know, Valerian still killing White Walkers. That was a, you know, big revelation right there. You Look, know, before that even snow. happened, before that even happened, I was already on my feet. Like, once that happened, I was like, I should get on my feet right now. I was like, then I realized, oh shit, I'm already standing right now. <laughs> this is, this shit's too much right now. It was that fucking was... terrifying, it was exciting. It was uh, the best thing and the worst thing at the same time. Without a doubt, like, that was one of the most heart-pounding moments I've ever seen on TV. And that was just, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything that closely comes close to, uh, it comes close to how just exhilarating watching that was. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anything that's got my heart racing as much as that. And uh, The events of that episode were so fucking epic that, remember Torment Giants Bane? One of the hardest motherfuckers on the show... There's a point in that episode where he's like grasping at Jon Snow and hugging him. It's like asking him what to do. He's like, please help my people and shit. Like, it's something along those lines. Like, what are we going to do? He's grasping at Jon Snow. He's scared out of his life. And Jon Snow answers. That's another reason why Jon Snow is a badass because he fucking told another badass what to do. Jon Snow is a. He's he's a king for a reason, and he's without a doubt probably one of my favorite characters, and I hope he makes it. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Along the path uh, of the world, I know. Oh my god. Moving on. But anyways, yes, moving on. But oh, before we do, hard home. Another reason it you know made my top ten list. I think it has the greatest ending shot in all of Game of Thrones, and I know it's probably one of the most infamous. You know, pictures. Because it was a it was a silent credit scene. It was a silent credit scene, if I remember correctly. And there's no music. No, and it was perfect because of the way the Night King lifted his arms and raised the dead and just gave Jon Snow that your turn. Just, you know. No, he didn't say your turn. He said, "No matter what, I win." Exactly. Pretty much. Exactly. You know, he's like, "What's what you gonna do now?" I've always, I've always, I've always, I've never got no soldiers because no matter what, I've always. Yeah, I win. So yeah, that was, win. yeah, that was insane. That was insane. Uh, anyways, number three, and this one was another one of those episodes that you know the White Walkers since season one, the very first episode, the freaking opening scene. The White Walkers have been something that's always piqued my interest, and I have been fascinated with them. I've always wanted to learn more. Uh, over anything else, the White Walkers are the one thing I've wanted to see on Game of Thrones. So season seven, episode six, Beyond the Wall, uh, when Jon Snow and the Brotherhood <laughs> hunt the dead. I got the hiccups. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Jon Snow and the Brotherhood hunt the dead, um, that was freaking an incredible episode. I mean, everyone I'm sure knows why if you've seen it for many reasons. Not only one, do they get stranded up north fight the dead, get rescued by a dragon, uh, excuse me, Daenerys, and all three dragons, and we get to Hashtag see them. Hashtag Suicide Squad. <laughs> wow. Wow, dog. Yeah, that's fucked Game up. Game of Thrones Suicide Squad. 
But, <laughs> but you know, we get to see the dragons torch the whites, and obviously we learn the dragon fire does take down these whites. Um, and I've always wondered, do they take out white? Would it, would it take out a white walker too? Do you think? Dragon dragon fire? Yeah, a white walker, not a white. Yeah. No, yeah, I think so. Dragon fire is still magic. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay, I agree with you. We're on the same page there. A but dragon then, is uh, 100% magic. Oh, yeah. No, they, they've they've talked about that. That's been discussed in one of the history books in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, Song of Ice and Fire, history book. Uh, but anyways, one of the other things I really thought was interesting, and a lot of people have pointed it out since then, was the fact that you know the, a lot of people think that the Night King could pre- somehow knew that they were going to have the dragons because he had these generals who had those giant ice spears, and he was, like, waiting for the dragon. You know, I, I, I don't necessarily know if they've always been carrying this. I, I, I have a theory. I have a theory, and I'll touch on that later. Okay, we'll get to that. But, you know, he, he had those, the generals. You're not going to like it. You're not going to like I have a feeling what you're going to get at. But anyways, that was, a, that was very interesting to me. I'm very curious as, you know, I don't know. That was interesting that he was prepared for those dragons, and he knew he wanted he wanted. Um, knew exactly what he needed to take down the wall, too, somehow. I don't know. We'll get to that later. Anyways, so, you know, that's just a great episode. Obviously, it was a big reason why I made my number three. Uh, but number two is something Blake is not going to like, and a lot of people aren't going to like. But it is season two, episode nine. The, or, excuse me, excuse me. Season three, episode nine, The Reigns of Castamere. A.K.A. The Red Wedding. If you're watching Game of Thrones up to this point, like when you finally saw this episode, you really knew you were watching Game of Thrones. It's like, yep, I got too comfortable. I'll never let that happen again. Yeah, if you forgot how Baylor ended when you got to that episode two seasons later, uh, it was a swift kick in the nads because uh, it was a hard reminder on how dark the show can get. I mean... What's darker than stabbing a pregnant like mother in the belly? Uh, murdering a mother and her son together at the son's wedding. Because like this wedding, one, I was not okay after this. Because one, I was the only person I knew that was watching Game of Thrones at that point, and like two, Rob Stark was my favorite character. <laughs> and guess who my favorite wolf was? Ghost was a hard second. He was almost my favorite wolf, but Grey Wind was actually my favorite wolf. And so my favorite character and my favorite wolf died in the same episode in brutal ways. Because the next episode... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still not okay. You know, that was uh, a gut punch for everyone watching who was a fan of the Stark family, and I'm pretty sure who isn't a Stark fan of the Stark family if you've been watching Game of Thrones. You know, they've always been kind of the central family of the main show, um, at least from my perspective. I'm pretty sure a lot of other people's too, but I mean, that was dark, dude. I mean, I hated the phrase, Walter Frey, especially after that. Like, that was just, I don't know. Anyways. It's a good song, but it's yeah. dark like. Whew. Yeah, so as soon as that song hit, I knew it was, oh, shit, that was just... Ah. Anyways, Blake, before we get on to number one, I do want to add an asterisk, asterisk, 
to it because the very uh, last episode of season seven could have very well made it on this top ten list without a doubt. There's a lot of shit that goes down. Obviously, the wall goes down. The wall falls. We see Littlefinger get brutally murdered in Winterfell after that freaking kick out of left turn, you know, that hit out of left Same. field. This is an honorable mention right now. Yeah, this is an honorable mention. This did not make the list because we don't know the full implications of this episode. We don't know how things are going to play out. There was, you know, obviously there you was You can't that- have a now that the trailer's out. Well, yeah, but I mean, there was that big meeting at Dragon's, um, the Dragon Pit as well. And we don't know what, how exactly everything that's going to, how everything's going to turn out from that meeting. So, I mean, we, you get an idea of how everything ends when the, the wall falls and the White Walkers head south of the wall finally um, into Westeros. You kind of know what's going to happen. But I, I kind of held that off the top 10 list because you know, obviously we'll get to that at a later time, hopefully. But still, I mean, this was. An amazing episode, like easily could have made the list. So, what is your favorite episode then? Without further ado, this is not my. I wouldn't say it's my. Oh shit! Now I remember it. Okay, so uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode per se, but it is probably I would without a doubt say this is the number one greatest episode of all Game of Thrones, uh, season six, episode nine, the Battle of the Bastards. It is. You know, the greatest episode ever made by Game of Thrones. Uh, the battle choreography is amazing. It's spectacular. The The way they play you in the beginning when you think that Rickon is going to make it back to Jon Snow only for Ramsay to lob an arrow right through his fucking throat um, right in front of Jon Snow. You know, Ramsay is a calculated, cold-blooded bastard. And, you know, he is playing the odds and defending Winterfell, and he is thinks he's got it in the bag. He thinks there is no way to possibly win, and he is right. He was right about everything, but the one thing nobody calculated and nobody counted on was for Sansa to call the Knights of the Vale. They showed up and saved Jon's ass, because without a doubt, everyone – nobody nobody expected that. None of the – I didn't expect that. Blake didn't expect that. It shocked everyone watching, unless you, you know, read. Well, the reason why I like this episode so much is that the realism of it, because they took a lot of inspiration from real life battles. Like, one is like, like no particular battle, but the chaos surrounding Jon Snow when he charged in, and there's cavalry colliding against each other all around him, and you can't really tell what's going on. All you know is there's chaos, blood, blades surrounding him completely. Another thing about that's realistic because they took us, they took inspiration for an action, but I don't know off the top of my head is that that bodies like a dead bodies became like a hazard in the battlefield, and like they played a major part. Dead bodies played a major part in this battle, and it played it. It was just fucking insane the way they used dead bodies in this battle. Yeah, the way that. They just started piling up, and that, and but you think about it, and that's literally piling up, literally piling up, and you think about it, that's exactly what would happen in a real life battle, and yeah, that was, I mean, if I could think of two words to describe it, and they're totally contradictory, it would be fluid and chaotic. But I mean, if you you watch that battle, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. The way that John the camera Snow just, survived on True Grit alone. That was beautiful. And ugly at the same time. I no, mean, it, was, it was straight ugly. He came out of that battle with nothing but mud and blood. The cinematography behind it was beautiful, was what I was getting at. But yes, it was 
the the way that they captured everything was amazing and that was without a doubt the greatest fight in game of thrones the greatest you know it was heart pounding from beginning to end forget hard home that was amazing too that was an amazing 15 20 minutes but this entire episode from beginning to end was just ridiculous you know getting to see ramsey get eaten alive by his own dogs after watching Jon snow ground and pound ground and pound (laughs) right you know that was amazing and then you know Sansa kind of getting her last words in, and then Ramsey getting eaten by his own dogs. Uh, shit, man, that was just an amazing, the best episode ever, and I, I'm fucking excited to see what season eight's gonna do to top it. And you know, there's gonna be, uh, if not every episode, multiple episodes that would easily take this number one spot and take a couple of these episodes off the board in my top ten list. And I, we will definitely go back. And talk about, you know, a top 10 list of all the Game of Thrones episodes once, you know, season eight's done. We'll, we'll touch back on this list. Not as long, not as, you know, stretched We're out. We're never over Game of Thrones. Shorten it up. We'll never be over Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, you could expect I mean, us to. Three Game of Thrones tattoos on me so I can never be over with, like, literally. <laughs> I have to deal with it every single day. This stuck with you. And I hope you're okay with that. But I'm sure you are. I'm more than okay with it. I know you are. I know you are, buddy. Um <laughs> Well, so right, yeah, this is happy about this next topic we're talking about now. I know, I know. We've been all all this talk about season eight, and uh, you can't beat around the push for too long. But no, now this got to make the predictions, the official predictions for the characters for next season. Yeah, this is something that uh, it's obviously on a lot of people's minds coming into this last season. Something that Jacob's obviously being avoided. No, avoided. no, 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 no. This yeah. is something that. Everyone, you know, everyone who knows how much I'm into Game of Thrones will ask me, you know, what's going to happen? Who do you think is going to make it? And everyone knows that not many people are going to make it out of the very last season, if any at all. I'm calling it right now. This season is going to be different than any other between us. This is the one, like, we're usually, like, on the same, like, ship with each other. We can agree on mostly everything. But right now, we're going to disagree on a lot of shit. And I'm going to be the one... That's coming out on top. I'm sorry. I think I'm really one coming out on top, and I hate it so much. You'll see why. Well, are you are you keeping a are you keeping record? Are you keep are you writing this down? All your predictions. My, my yeah, I have this written down on paper. Like I can't erase this shit. It's written down in pen. Okay, okay. I'm right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be going along as we're going down the list together. Um, I made. I looked over the list, kind of made the predictions in my head. I haven't written anything down, but I'm going to be so, going along as we're doing this. Yeah, so Blake. what we're doing right now, we're writing down the list of remaining characters, and there's going to be three options. Like we, I saw this on Facebook. It's been circulating. It's very popular right now. All the remaining characters, there's three options for it. Alive, dead, and if they're dead, do they come back as a White Walker or not? And there's going to be three bonus questions at the end, and we'll address that too. But right now, we're going to go down the list of Alive or Dead or White Walker. Will you go ahead and explain how the scoring system works? Scoring system? Scoring system? Oh, my God. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll read the list. I'll read the instructions at the top. So you have to predict if each character will either be alive or dead at the end of Season 8. One point for each correct answer. If you predict the character dead, you will have the option to predict if they become a White Walker. Gain one extra point if you correctly predict if they become a White Walker or not. 
lose a point if you predict White Walker status incorrectly. And you will also answer uh, correct bonus questions for more points each entry with the most blah, 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 blah. Okay, we'll forget that point. Yeah, so, forget that last question. Forget that last – okay. So basically we're going to you know choose if they're alive or dead. If they're dead, we're going to ask if they're a White Walker. Um, you know, the White Walker is uh, – you have you could lose points on the White Walker question. You can't lose points if you're alive or dead. White Walker is the gamble. White Walker is the gamble. So, you know, that's going to be the Who started? Who started? Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead. I will I will read the character name, give my prediction, and then, Blake, you can talk about who you predicted. So, number one on the list is none other than everyone's favorite character, Jon Snow. And I think he's going to be alive. I think he's going to definitely be alive at the end of this. I think he will be the one. Actually, I don't know. I think he will definitely be the one to sit on the Iron Throne at the end of everything. I, that's my prediction. I think he will be alive. Like I said, like I, I predict this. Like I'm, I can predict this. We're gonna disagree on a lot of things. I think Jon Snow is gonna die straight oh. dead. Really? He's not. He's not gonna survive the season. Okay. You, you already know he's a frontline commander. Okay. He he's a frontline commander. It doesn't matter if he's riding a dragon or not. He wants to be on that front line defending his troops. And that puts him as a huge risk, and I think he's going to die. No White Walker. I think he's, gonna, I just, I think he's just going to die. Okay. Is that okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I, I think that he is the embodiment of the Song of Ice and Fire. Unless Daenerys is pregnant and they're having a child at the end of the show, which I don't think they will have time for. Uh, it, uh, the show's about John. I think he's going to be the hero of the show, the last man standing. The, the show king. is about John and Daenerys, Song of Ice and Fire. We already know that. Anyways, next character. Or, or, or the show's about John himself being, you know, Stark and Targaryen. Anyways, oh, yeah, moving on. That's, that's moving on. Point. The next that's good point. That's a good point. Anyways, the next character would be none other than John's sister, Sansa. Um, I'm going to say she's alive sister. as well. Uh, uh, aunt, I guess. Would that be his aunt? Cousin? <laughs> Shit gets cousin. complicated. I don't know. Cousin. But, cousin. cousin. Yeah, cousin. cousin. John's cousin, Sansa. Um, I think she's going to be alive. I think she's learned from a lot of characters, much like Cersei has, that she's been surrounded by. Uh, if not more so than Cersei has, I think she's changed dramatically since season one. And I think she's definitely going to use her wits and everything. She's all the knowledge she's absorbed to survive. And I think she will make it. Yeah. You know what? Um, I forgot to mention something that the like before we started this prediction list is um, there is one quote that foreshadowed everything. I forgot to say it, but if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't maintained attention. So I think Sansa's is going to die as well. You do. Okay, and how do you think, just out of curiosity, how? I think Winterfell's going down for good this time. And you think she'll die at the hands of the White Walkers? Where else would she be? Where else would she be? uh, uh, Is she going to become a White Walker? No, no. I think she's, fuck. Like, I told you before, it killed me to make this list. But if I write that she's going to be straight dead along with Jon Snow, I realize what that means, and that means that they're going to be butchered. 
So you think they're both going to die in Winterfell right then and there? Not together, but yeah. All right. Well. Uh, okay. Okay. It's then gonna I mean, next, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I mean, next is the little sister Arya. Uh, I, I think she's going to be one of the ones to die. I think. What? Yeah, I think Arya's going to die. I think she's no, going to. I think she's going to be a White Walker, dude. I think she's going to come back to be a so White you, Walker. So you think that not only she's going to die, but she's going to become a White Walker? Yeah. That's my vote. All right, I'm completely opposite of you on this one. I'm not too pessimistic. I think she's going to stay alive, but I will touch on the reason why she's going to be alive at the end of this list. Okay, go ahead. At the end of this list. Oh. We'll see, you see what happens. Okay, okay. So... Next would be Bran, and I think he will be alive. I mean, I think he is going to stay to be the no. three-eyed. Ra- you know, no. I think he- no? no, 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 not alive. I um, if I had to put all my money on one person dying, I think it's going to be Bran. Really? I'm going with my uh, fucking Night King theory. Is that Bran is going to realize that? The Night King is also him. He got cut in the fucking time loom and like fucked everything up. And Bran is going to commit suicide to save everybody else. You think it'll work? It's possible. But I think Bran is going down for sure. He's been too safe for a long time. Ah. Alright. That's your opinion. I disagree, but... I told you we were going to be against each other on this. I know. and We might be just against each other on this next and one, And this too, is where but, you're uh, really going to start hating me right now. Yeah. Cersei. I think Cersei. We've already talked about this. I think Cersei's going to die. I think she's no, going to die. I think she's going to be 100% alive by the end of this. Jamie's killing her. Jamie's killing her. I think Cersei is going to be alive. And I'll touch on that later. Cersei, she's she's a survivor, man. Give her more credit than what you're giving her right now. I'm going off the witch, bro. That's I mean, I, I could totally see her surviving, but I'm going off of the, the pure fact that everything else that the witch predicted as Cersei's, you know, uh, was a girl. I'm trying true. to run through all the scenarios in my head, but I really can't picture Cersei dying. You, okay, so Jamie killed the king as a member of the King's Guard, the Mad King. In order to save the country, you don't think that if it came down to it, he's already left Cersei and turned his back on her. If it came to it and Cersei was going to do something so heinous and so devastating to the people of Westeros, like, say, bombing Jon and the Wild Walkers with wildfire. I'm just throwing out a theory that just spurred off the top of my head, you know, bombing them with wildfire. You don't think that Jaime would stop and kill her? You do bring up a good point, but I'm just going like off, based off of the tone, the rhythm of Game of Thrones itself. I just think that Cersei would be that final blow to fans to let them know that they did watch Game of Thrones, that Cersei is going to survive all of this. Cersei has been hated from the very beginning, and I think it'd make a lot of sense if she survived the events of Game of Thrones. Hmm. Oh, well, all right. Um, 
I guess number the next one would be Jamie. Jamie, do you think he's going to be alive or dead? I say he's going to be alive. I think he is going to be one of the last few, if anything. He started off as everyone hates him. I think by the end of the series, everyone's going to love him. Uh, and Jamie, I, think, <laughs> I yeah. agree with you that I agree with you that everybody's going to love him. I agree with you, everybody's going to love him, but he's going to die. You think so? I. I think Jamie wants to be on the front lines. I do, really do think Jamie wants to be on the front lines. And I think that's too much of a risk. He's going to be a hero, but he's also going to die a hero. Oof. Well, that actually is going to bring me to my next one, uh, uh, Tyrion. I actually think Tyrion's going to die protecting Jamie, like we previously discussed, uh, because Jamie has spent his whole life protecting Tyrion. In more ways than one. And I think Tyrion is going to finally repay his debt and his love for his older brother and die protecting Jaime. And with that, I will be saying that Jaime will be the last remaining Lannister and restart the Lannister army with Brienne. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess it's no surprise that I predicted uh, Tyrion to be alive by the end of the series. Fuck, dude. Just, to, like... just, to, just to give the fans like a little something... You just give the fans a little something. Like, hey, your one of your favorite characters survived. Have we agreed on anything at all? No, no. No, we no, haven't. We have... No, we haven't. Oh my god. <laughs> I this told you it's shit's gonna be different this season. Okay. We're, it's not gonna be fifty percent like for both of us anymore. It's gonna be one of us one is of... wrong. Yeah, one of us is gonna be wrong and one of us is gonna be kinda right. Ah, this is insane. This is crazy. Okay, what about Yara? What do you think about Yara? I think she's going wait, wait, to wait. be. Did we, did we skip somebody? Oh, oh my God. We totally did. We totally did. Oh, fuck, dude. What the um, fuck? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what I was thinking about. Uh, I don't know if we're going to actually maybe agree on this one, but I think Danny is going to die. I don't think she'll become a White Walker. I think she's just going to die. Daenerys Targaryen is going to die. I think Jon will actually uh, be the one to kill her based off of the Azora High theory. That might be thinking too much into it, but I definitely think she's going to die. I don't think she'll become a White Walker. Uh, but I think she's gonna die. So you know what? Um, I'm like I'm going through it and rewatching all the seasons, and I got recently watched one of the Warlock episodes with Daenerys, and it shows her walking through like she sees the Iron Throne covered in snow, like with a sept and everything. I think Daenerys is gonna be alive, but I don't think. Daenerys is going to be one alive, if that makes sense. I don't think she's going to like being alive, or I don't, I don't think she wants the throne at all. But I think she's going to be alive. I think she's going to be broken mentally. Mm. So, you think she'll be the alive? That's your your answer. I was beating around the bush, but yeah, Daenerys is going to be alive. Wow, I thought we'd actually agree on that one. But I guess no, not. we're not going to... We're going to agree on a few things, I guarantee it, but... Not on this one. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. <clears throat> so next would be Yara Greyjoy. Blake, what do you think about Yara? I think she's oh, gonna she's die. She's dead as fuck. She's dead. There's no way she's gonna be one of the two. I like her, but she's dead as fuck. Yeah, I think she's gonna be one of the ones to come back as a White Walker. Oh, so you're going like double on that? I think she's. Do I'm doubling down on saying she's coming back as a white because I feel like she'll be one of the very first to die, and I feel like those. But definitely... she's nowhere near the north though, right now. But she is captive um, from Cersei, correct? 
with uh, Euron. So yeah, kind of way she is captain of Cersei. Okay, I feel like those. I don't know. I feel like she'll be one of the more expendable characters, one of the first ones to die, easiest to kill off. That makes sense. Okay, okay. Uh, but I definitely think she'll come back as white somehow. Um, I think she'll be one of the first people in Cersei. I think Euron's going to be one of the first ones to face the White Walkers. Um, okay, okay. So that's just, I don't I have no supporting evidence. You have to make a fucking pretty convincing series on that one, though. I, I have no convincing anything. That's just my prediction. <laughs> All right. Next up. Little Theon. Same as Yara. I think he'll die, and I think he'll be a White Walker, uh, too. Nope. I think he's going to stay alive. What? You think Little Reek is going to stay alive? Yes. Unfortunately, I don't like it, but this is my logical, like, fucking prediction. I'm not based on anything on the emotional. I'm going to... Think I, I think Theon is going to survive just to piss you off. That little <laughs> fucking worm. Yeah, I, that, I could totally see that, actually. And I, could, I could definitely see it going either way. I'm going to say uh, he'll die, just because I really don't think many people are going to be alive. But I could totally see them keeping him around just to be like... I, I don't think any of our favorite characters are going to be alive. I think all the ones we fucking hate are going to be the ones that are going to be around, if anything. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense, you know, along with the whole Cersei being alive thing, I guess. I could see them going with that route. But anyways, next would be the red priestess, Melisandra. Um I don't definitely uh. she's not gonna be alive. She's predict she I mean she stated she was meant to die in that country, the strange country. Um so no, I don't think she's gonna be alive. Uh but Nora, I don't think she'd be a White Walker too, being her devotion to the Lord of Light and all of her you know. Yeah, you know what? I'm changing my fucking answer at the last second. I think she's gonna die. I thought she was gonna stay alive, but no, I think she's gonna die. I think she's gonna sacrifice herself in some heroic way that would help out the North the North in a huge way. Like some sort of fiery explosion. And she yeah, she'll die, but they're gonna like her when she dies because a lot of people hate her, but People are going to end up liking her, like a lot of the characters in the show. I don't mind her. But, uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think she'll do much, but I, I could see that. Okay. Yeah, but next up is Jorah Mormont. What do you think about Jorah? I want to hear what you, your thoughts first. I'm doubling down. He's going to be a White Walker. Ooh, you think Jorah's going to be a White Walker? Yeah. Dude, we don't agree on anything. You think he's going to be alive? I think he's going to be alive, dude. I think he's going to be one of the the ones that's came back like twice. You didn't think you were going to see much of him again. And then he comes back twice and he just makes it back. He's one of those ones who's a survivor, just like Theon in a way. You know, he's just, you think he's down for the count, but he's not. And he's, you you know know what? Jon Snow is a survivor too. I predicted he was going to die. Yeah, well, I think you're going to be wrong about that, too, so I'm not changing that. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Anywho. So, next up, the Hound. I think the Hound will also be alive. All right, we finally agree on something. (laughs) We finally agree on something. I'm circling the Hound. Yay! So, yeah. Virtual high five. Oh, missed. Try again. (laughs) You fucking nerd. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely think the Hound will survive. I think he's just that tough son of a bitch. That everyone thought he was gonna be dead at the end of season four, 
Uh, I, I, stopped, I stopped doubting him a long time ago. He's going to be fighting on the front lines for sure, but I think, I think he can handle it. Oh, yeah, and that actually brings me to my next prediction, and I think he's actually going to kill his brother. Finally, once and for all, get the upper hand on his brother, the mountain. But I, I have that mountain dying, too. Yeah, the mountain's finally going to die, definitely. He, I mean, technically, he's already dead, uh, but I definitely think he's also going to come back as a White Walker. Oh, oh, you're doubling down. I, I'm, not, I'm not doubling down on this one, though. Ah, uh, okay. We're about half, half right. Okay. We'll see if he's right about that one. I mean, we both think the mountain's going to die, but next up would be Samuel Tarley, and I think he's going to survive. I me think too, he, me too. Oh, I, have right, about, I have a theory about him. I have a theory about him. Like he's the one telling the entire story? Yes, I was going to touch on it later, but I think that Sam is going to gather all the survivors and tell the story of what happened with all the survivors, like a gathered collective of what everything happened all, like all around the like all around the world. Did that make sense? And he's going to yeah. write everything down. Yeah, that would uh, that would make sense. I mean, there's that theory about the the rings from the citadel in the opening scene of Game of Thrones. I can um, easily see that happen. Sam is writing a book about what already happened. Yeah. But he would he would need survivors until onto that book though. Yeah, he wasn't around for everything, so that's a very good point. Yeah. Very good he point. He wasn't around at King's Landing. So exactly. That, so I, you already know my answer for the next one then, and the next one after that. Gilly and Sam, baby Sam. Yeah. No, so, I don't. Oh, I. All right. Uh, I have a prediction for that already. Like I, I predict that both of them are going to be alive too. Oh. I think they're both going to die. Whoa! Like Sam's going to be right next to both of them, though. Uh, no, I think they're both going to die. I think something's going to happen, and he's going to leave to go try and do something that's going to be vital to the North, and or excuse the living, I should say. Now I don't want to say the North because that's technically the White Walkers. Um, I think he's going to do something for the living, and he's going to be separated from his family, and I think they're going to die. I think I- it's going to send Sam into some sort of blind rage and he's going to actually do something really heroic for once. And I think but that, that would w- make sense if you predicted that Sam was going to die, though. No. No, Sam's going to live. Sam's done like heroic shit before, but... Very brief flashes, but I think he'll actually... I don't think he's going to leave Gilly and Sam Jr. alone at all. Yeah. Okay, so they're both alive, alive, alive. They're both alive. I think the Sam family is gonna survive. All right. All right well, what so, about what about Varys? Tell me about Varys. What do you think about Varys? Lord Varys, I think he's gonna survive. I think he's one of the most talented fucking characters in Game of Thrones of all time. Really? Yes, I think he's gonna survive. <clears throat> you think again. he's gonna die? I think it was, going back to my Melisandre theory, Melisandre told him that was in her conversation when she said, I've got to die in this strange country just like you do, Lord Varys. And then she left. I think they're both going to die. They both have to die. They're both going to die in Westeros. That they're is a pretty good. convincing theory. I'll give you that uh, one. Give I mean, the proof is in the pudding, my man. They said it. And that witch has you know, pretty much been right for most part. All right, now I'm starting to get scared. <laughs> yeah, come on. You got to use your noodle, my man. <laughs> I have been. Ah, next one is Brienne of Tarth. And as I previously stated, 
about Jamie Lannister. I think Brienne will live, be one of the few that's going to live, and I think her and Jamie will end up hooking up at the end. Uh, you know what? No. I'm doubling down on this one. Oh. I, I think she's going to die. I also think she's going to become a White Walker. That would be awesome. I can't even lie. She's a badass soldier, so seeing her as that's a White Walker. That's the reason why I picked her to become a White Walker, because she's a fucking intimidating fucking woman, one of the most intimidating women of all time. And she's fighting on the front lines. You already know she's going to be fighting on the front lines. I think she's going to be one of the first casualties. And she's going to be kind of a White Walker. Okay. Okay. I, 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 that's tough arguing with that. That would be pretty awesome. Pretty fucking awesome. But uh, next up is Davo Seaworth. And I don't think he's going to die. I think, he'll, I think he'll make it out. I think he'll make All it right, out. I again. agree with you on that one. I think the he's onion, a survivor. The Onion Knight lives. And Knight lives. He's a survivor. He, He's a survivor. He is a silver-tongued bastard, and he will survive somehow. Uh, no fighting. I think he'll just make it out. Uh, but next on the list is Braun. I don't think he's going to make it out. And I'm actually going to double down and think he'll be a White Walker. What? No, I have him surviving. I haven't been alive. Ah, get out of here. No. No way. Uh, no. I just don't. I think he's too... I can, I can I just picture him rising from the battlefield, like all the ashes and smoke around him, and talking shit to Tyrion. Dude, we skipped Tyrion. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Oh, oh no, we did it. No, we did it. No, we did it. Yeah. No, we did it. No, we did it. I already said Tyrion's gonna die. I and, you said. and I said Tyrion's gonna live. Yeah, no, well, that's right. Never mind. No, I think they're both gonna die. I, but you know what? I could see Braun, like everyone thinking Braun was dead, and then like after the battle, like Braun's like, "Oh fuck, that was close." And then he like gets up, like at, like pushes over a dead body, and just like gets up, like, "Oh fuck, it's over." Like, okay, I'm good. Like, <laughs> where's my fucking castle? Right. No, I could definitely see. Like, if he's gonna survive, I hope they do. I don't know, but uh, right. I think Next I think he's gonna, gonna die. Podrick. Podrick Payne, I think he's going to die, and I think he's going to become a White Walker. Okay, that's the first double down that we agreed on. Agreed upon. Like, yeah, I, I think, think he's going to become White Walker, too. I think he's going to die right in front of Brienne, and I think Brienne's going to have to fight him while he's a White Walker. With well, Brienne's going to become a White Walker, too. Yeah. No, I have Brienne living. <laughs> but fuck but you, Blake. I'm right. I'm fuck right. you, Blake. No, you're not. You're not right. You're not right. Torment. Ah, uh, he's... No, he's dead, and he's becoming a white. I think he's gonna find this way, find a way to survive. You think so? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nah. good argument. <laughs> oh no, I don't know, man. I just I think he's gonna be actually one of the very first to die because he's right there, right there in the action, and he has been such a badass. And I love him. He's my favorite ginger, but he's not going to make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Grey Worm is next. Grey Worm's going to die, and he's going to become a white as well. I think that's going to... Actually, actually, you know what? At first, I th- I was going to say he's just going to die, but I'm actually changing my answer to... I'm dumbing down. I think he's going to become a white walker, too. Okay, so yeah, that's something we can agree on again. Um, yeah, I definitely think he's going to be one of those... Uh, people who's just such a badass soldier, seeing him become a white is going to be. He's on the front lines for sure. 
Exactly. And he, you know, he's one of those people that's going to be such a, such, not even such an impactful loss, but it's going to be like, fuck, now I got to fight a fucking zombified Grey Worm. Like, like he's going to be surrounded. He's going to be surrounded. He's going to be taken down like fucking whites left and right. And it's going to fucking, no, it's going to destroy your fucking heart the way he goes down. I predicting like this is going to be the most emotional death. So he's going to be like taking down everybody. He's going to be fighting so fucking hard for his life. But he's going down, and he's going to be coming up White Walker. I think this one's going to be the hardest death to deal with. Yeah, I could see that. But you know what? I just thought, this pictured in my head, how badass it's going to be to see the uh, Unsullied and the Dothraki with, like, dragon glass weapons just fighting White Walkers and Whites. Like, just imagine that. Can you picture that in your head? Like, just... Black obsidian blades, just like cutting them down and like watching them like obliterate and they like dust. And that's gonna be so fucking sick! I cannot wait! Oh my god, I'm having a fucking terrifying. Having a nerdgasm right now. This is fucking ridiculous. Oh my god! Save your Uh, nerdgasm. We got three more characters. Oh my god! So yeah, up next is uh, Gendry, Robert bastard alive. I agree. I agree. He's gonna be the one to carry on the Baratheon bloodline. Um. Yeah, I could see him being alive. He's got he's to carry. Too underrated. I think he's gonna survive. I think he's a, he's one of the most underrated characters in the series. I think he's just gonna be one of the heroes that sort of like saves the day. I, I mean, don't, I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna save it, but I think he's gonna be one of the heroes to save the day. I think he's gonna arm the whole army because he's a talented blacksmith, as we already know. I mean, you see him in the trailer, like fucking walking through the everyone, the armory, or everyone's doing like the building the weapons, and he looks fucking heated, dog. I mean, he, I think he's definitely. I think you're right. And Jon uh, Snow already likes him. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. And he's he's been rowing. I mean, his traps are probably ripped. He rode for like a year. Excuse me. He rode for like a year in Ga- Game of Thrones time. I mean, it was like six seasons. Three, four seasons, God, five seasons. Dude. I mean, he was rowing for a long <laughs> time. This guy, beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, dude, I I, uh, I agree. He's he's only been back for a couple seasons. I think they're saving him for something epic. I, I hope so at least because he's got a lot of potential. But that brings us to Beric and Darian, a man who has died and came back, only to die and come back, only to die and come back, only to die and come back three more times. <laughs> so. I think he's finally. I I think he's gonna die. Yeah, a couple more maybe, but give or take. Uh, But I think. Oh, you think he's gonna die and then come back as a white and come just to come back again, you motherfucker? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. But what were you gonna say? No, I was. I was gonna say I think he's gonna die for good and just not come back. No white walker. Just all right. Okay. 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 Because he serves. I, I feel like I don't know. To me, I feel like the Night King. Is not going to be able to resurrect servants Fuck. who. What? I think you're right. I think I have to change my answer. Well, you scared the fuck out of me right now, dog. <laughs> no, oh, it, it, yeah, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. Straight dead. No White Walker. Straight dead. Yeah, he's just straight dead. No White Walker. Yeah, man. I don't think the. Uh... The Night King's going to have such an easy time resurrecting the Lord of Light's followers. I think they're going to have some sort of a protection over their body, which is why I don't think Jon Snow would come back as a White Walker, even if he does die, because okay. he's already came back through the Lord of Light. And, and uh, last character on the list before our bonus questions. Before our bonus questions, the last character is Euron Greyjoy, that motherfucker. I think he's going to die. I think he's going to be a White Walker. 
Uh, oh, oh, we almost agreed. I think he's just gonna straight die. Okay. Okay, I can see that. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want him to survive. He's a piece of shit. I mean, I like him. He's cool. Like, he's, he's a great character. He's exciting to watch. He's, he's that a great fucking villain. Viking landing on another ship. I was like, holy shit. Oh, I know. I don't like it, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, dude. That was a, that's an epic list we got here going on. I mean, I literally filled out an entire page in my notebook of just yes, no, dead, alive, White Walker, no, 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 fuck, man. <laughs> I mean, I've only got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people alive at the end of the series. Oh, oh shit! I I thought I was more pessimistic person. Like, let me like double check that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's fucking terrible. I thought I was more pessimistic than you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, if I had to go back and change anything, I would switch Bran and Arya and say Arya would live and Bran would die. I'm 100% sure that Bran's going to die. Well, let's go on to our bonus questions. Bonus round, motherfucker. Let's do it. You asked me the bonus questions because uh, I lost my my page with the bonus questions. <laughs> uh, never... <laughs> the first question, the first bonus question is: Is Daenerys pregnant? No. <laughs> I agree with you on there. Daenerys is not pregnant, and Cersei isn't either. What? Cersei isn't pregnant either. There's no pregnant woman in this season. Is that the sa- second bonus question, or is that the same? That's just like a random thought adding on to the bonus answer. No, no, I don't think Cersei's pregnant either. I think that was a mind game, but we already talked about that. Anyways. Number two, you asked. I I told you I don't have the questions in front of me. Oh, uh, who kills the Night King? Jon fucking Snow. You think Jon Snow is going to be the one doing it? Fuck yeah, who else? I'm going a different route on this. It's just that... It's just my theory about Bran being the Night King. I think Bran's going to be one killing the Night King. Because Bran's going to commit suicide just to try killing the Night King. I think it's going to work, too. No, because Bran is, like, so, like, selfless and, like, like he, he, know, he, I think even if he realized what he'd done, he would think he's still too important to kill himself. And that would just be, like, what he's meant to do. But you already saw, but, like, the time... Like messing around on a time can do because like, like the best example is Hodor, but I think Bran is so selfless that if he like he got, somehow got caught in that time loop and he realizes that the Night King is just Bran that traveled back in time somehow created by the Forest Children. I don't I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying that yeah. the, Night King, the Night King is Bran and then Bran will realize it and Bran's gonna kill himself. And then Night King will die because of that. I don't know. It's, it's too messy for me, in my honest opinion, man. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know I'm very familiar with the theory. I could see it being true, but fuck, I don't know. I don't well, know. We're to find out. Last Only bonus one. question. Last All bonus right. question. Who, oh, <laughs> who holds the Iron Throne at the end? I guess my answer will be the same as number two. John fucking Snow. 
All right. I, I, I'm not sure if that's going to add. No, I completely disagree with you. <laughs> I think it's just that Snow is going to be falling upon the Iron Throne. Cersei is alive, but she walked away from it along with Daenerys. She sees the opportunity to seize the Iron Throne, but neither Cersei or Daenerys wants the Iron Throne. They're too broken mentally after what just happened about that. You war. shut the fuck up. You think that Cersei's going to be alive and not want the Iron Throne after everything she's done to fucking hold it? Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. If Cersei's alive, there's no way she's going to walk around from the Iron Throne. I'm sorry, Blake. That is fucking ridiculous. She's going to be broken mentally, and I'm gonna. I'm just saying this right now. But I think that survivors <laughs> are going to be gathered around the Iron Throne, and Sam is going to be the first one to speak up and say, we need to tell their story about what just happened. And that's when, like, that's the whole Game of Thrones right there. So the no Game one's going to be on the throne? No, there's going to be people living. It's just that the Game of Thrones is Sam writing the story with the the, the survivors telling, helping him tell the story, like filling in all the blanks. Okay, but you didn't answer the question on who's going to be on the Iron Throne at the end. Nobody. I don't think it matters anymore. You don't... Okay. I'm going nobody on like my last question. Nobody's sitting on the Iron Throne. They just see it, but they realize it doesn't matter anymore. They have to fucking rebuild society. Wow, that's a very interesting, very interesting take. You're going to be mad when I'm right. I mean, shit, only time will tell, Blake. I mean, I, I say that I can't wait, but we've been waiting so long already, man. It's it's almost it's here. Brutal. It's been brutal. Yes, but the wait is almost over. And we will be able to watch that shit very soon. I know that is like the only show I religiously will like. Ah, sorry, mom and dad. Uh, can you please? It's Game of Thrones night. Can you watch the kids? Like <laughs> that's <laughs> we, me, me and Chandler don't go on dates much. Or me and my wife don't go on dates much. But that's the one thing that's we're very religious about. We don't watch shows live on TV. We got like Hulu, and Netflix. We watch whenever. But that's the one show. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like a religious Sunday for Game of Thrones. Exactly. That's our church. Yeah, that's our, that's our one hour, hour and a half, two hours, Sunday nights. That's our thing. That's our shit. No spoilers. Why? Well, gotta watch it live. I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it again on record. It is the greatest show on TV. The greatest show I've ever watched. And it doesn't, I, I mean, it gets a lot of credit, but I don't think it's good enough. Gets enough. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't watch the show. I don't fucking get it. You need to. There's no reason why you're not. Just go watch it. Just go. Yeah, okay. Anyways, Blake, thank you so much. I had a great time. As always, anything you want to add before we close out? Yeah, that was fucking gross. So anything you want to add before we close out? It's okay. (laughs) Um, I just know that I'm going to be predicting, like, like I have the most, like, right choices on this one. Just just know that this isn't a battle this time. (laughs) I'm going to be sitting on the Iron Throne at the end. Realize that, motherfucker. Okay. The so throne is answer, mine. Your answer for the bonus question at number three is Blake. That's going to be wrong. Yes, the throne is mine. The throne is mine. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, uh, thanks again. I appreciate it. I had fun, and I will uh, talk to you very, very soon. And until next time, thank you guys for listening to the Nerd Grounds podcast, and you have a great week. I'm doing finger guns. Bye. Bye.